Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going into week nine. I'm going to give you my game picks. You can pick them with me. Um, we do this every week. It's a weekly thing. Um, as well, I'm going to talk about the Warriors' injuries in their season. But be sure, if you haven't done so, be sure to go back, click out of this, go back to the previous episode or whatever, and go listen to the Coach Bink interview that I did. It was a great sit-down with a lot of details. And if you just didn't know about high school football and how it works, that is a great interview to look, look at. If you're learning how to, you know, if you want to get some tips from a coach, that is a great interview to look at and hear and watch or listen to. I mean, it's a great sit-down with a wealth of knowledge. But... Do that first, and then come back here and listen to my game picks. Listen to the game picks. You might win big if you bet. Um, let's go, y'all. Okay, before we start, I want to once again congratulate the Washington Nationals on winning a seven-game series um, against the Houston Astros. Uh, they were the huge favorites, but the Nationals had the perfect teamwork. They did it in such tremendous fashion with winning all four games on the road. And it's, it's a, it was just a prime example of teamwork making the dream work. Um, so, shout out to the Washington Nationals and to my city, Washington, D.C. Great win. Great win. Now, we got a London game, 9-30, Houston against Jacksonville. Houston against Jacksonville. Um, I, think, I think Houston, Texas win this. I think the Texans Texas win this. They are in a heated division battle. The Texans, I, overall, I like their roster and, all, and throughout the whole entire division. But this is going to be a big step to them winning the division. Um, they got some stiff competition going on right now. Um, the coach are right behind them. The coaches beat them a couple weeks ago. But I think Houston pulls out of London and get the win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Houston wins this game 28-24. 1 o'clock game, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. Indianapolis is known, was known for his offense, has been known for his offense since I've been living. Um, they've had two great quarterbacks in Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. But the last, few, the last year or so, their defense has been stellar. Their defense is, is their calling card. I think it's going to be their calling card this week. They are a one-point favorite. I'm going to take the points. Um, Pittsburgh, no James Conner, so no running game with an already limited offense and a limited passing game. 
I like Indianapolis to win this game against Pittsburgh. Despite, despite it being at Pittsburgh, I'm going to take Indianapolis to win this game at Pittsburgh. Indianapolis wins this game 27-14. 27-14 Indianapolis. Jets at Miami. Sam Donald have had a couple bad weeks in a row. I think he will get it together and turn around against Miami. Miami is horrible. They go out and play hard every week. They're in a lot. These last few weeks, they have been in these games. It's been tough, contested matchups. But they just can't hold on to the lead. They just can't catch up. It's okay, Miami. But the Jets will turn it around. I think Sam Donald and this offense will turn it around against a struggling Miami team, a, str- a winless Miami team. The Jets should win this game. They're three-point favorites. They're going to take the points. It's going to be a close one, but I think Sam Donald puts the Jets over the top. 30-20 Jets. Chicago at Philly. Philly is a four-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to take the points. Philly, I like Philly. The, the performance that they showed me last week, part of a champion. Um, and plus, Chicago, I don't like Mr. Trubisky. I like Chicago's defense. Don't like Mr. Trubisky. Um, I think the Philly offense is going to rely on the running game. Um, hopefully, they, that, that gets them through. They're at home. Against a Chicago team, that's limited offensively. This, this this Philly defense should have a field day, honestly. Um, so I have Philadelphia winning this game against Chicago. I'm sorry. I have Philly winning 21-14. 21-14 Philadelphia. Minnesota at Kansas City. I think Mahomes is back. The three-and-a-half point underdogs. I'm going to take Kansas City to win this game. I do not like Kirk Cousins going against other elite quarterbacks. He just does not play well. Or quarterbacks that have some of talent. He, I mean, he just doesn't play well. It's a one o'clock game. I think the Vikings, they're really, I think they're, they're not, they're not really good. But I think they're solid. But it's going to be all on Kansas City defense. I think Kansas City defense, they're going to be able to generate enough stops to give Patrick Mahomes the ball. And come out with the victory. I think it's going to be a shootout though. I think it's going to be a great game. Great contested game. I have Kansas City winning. 34-27. I have Kansas City winning 34-27. Uh, I, I, don't, I think Patrick Mahomes is playing. I think Patrick Mahomes is playing. Um, I'm not so sure. I think he's playing though. If he's playing, I have Kansas City winning the game. If he's not, I have Minnesota. Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo is a 10.5 point favorite. Um, I'm not going to take the points. I think this game is going to be closer than what Vegas thinks it is. I like the Redskins. They have been playing tough. Their offense just hasn't helped them enough. And Buffalo, they started out well. Buffalo is very limited offensively. But I think they will have enough offense to beat this build, to beat this Redskin team. This Redskin team has been struggling to score points. Buffalo defense is one of the best in the league. So I think Buffalo 
I think Buffalo takes advantage of Washington's weakness on offense, which is scoring points. So I think Buffalo wins this game ugly, but I think they win it 18-13. 18-13 Buffalo. Tennessee at Carolina. Uh, don't trust Tennessee. They have Ryan Tannehill back there now. I think Kyle Allen will bounce back from the hard, tough week that he that he went through against San Francisco. San Francisco, they know they're San Francisco. Um, I think Carolina wins this game. They're three and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the points. Uh, Carolina, I think Kish McCaffrey puts his name back in the MVP candidacy. Um, Carolina should win this game. Tennessee is not that good. I'm not a big believer in Tennessee. I like their defense, but I, offensively, they just don't do much for me. Very, uh, it's a tough watch to see Kansas, to, to watch Kansas, to watch Tennessee. Tough watch. I have Carolina winning this game 24 14. Four o'clock game, Tampa Bay at Seattle. I think Seattle, five and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the points. I think Seattle can take advantage of Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's very turnover ball. I can see Seattle getting two turnovers, perhaps. So I have Seattle winning this game 28 20. 28 20, Seattle. Another 4 o'clock game, Detroit at Oakland. I find this as a very interesting matchup. The Oakland is a 2.5 point favorite. I'm going to take the points. Oakland is very interesting. Oakland is a... They're clicking. They're better than what I thought. They're better than what I predicted they would be early on in the season and before this season. I heavily doubted John Moon, Mike Mayock. Um, we, you know, of course we talked about AB, but they have turned it around. So I like Oakland to win this game. Detroit, a very good first quarter team, but Detroit, as the game goes on, they get worse. Matthew Stafford is sick as well. I don't trust it. I'm going to take Oakland at home to beat Detroit. A very interesting game. If you can, watch this game. I, I, I like both teams. Um, Oakland a little bit better to me. I have Oakland winning this game 30 to 23. 30 to 23, Oakland. Cleveland at Denver. They're, they're four and a half, they're four-point favorites. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take the points and some more. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Cleveland is gonna turn around their season. Cleveland's gonna turn around their season. Cleveland's gonna turn around their season. I'm telling you. Cleveland's going to finish this season 9-7, 8-8, 9-7. They're going to finish this season 9-7. They got a bunch of backups coming up. They have Denver. Denver has one of the worst offensive lines in football. Cleveland has one of the best defensive lines in football. I'm going to take Cleveland to win this game by a lot. 34-10. I think Cleveland will put a beat down on Denver. Denver is absolutely horrible. Denver needs to, they, they should have traded away some of those defensive players that they have. They're, they're, they're going to waste. Denver is absolutely horrible. And Cleveland will turn around this season. Trust me. Baker Mayfield, I will not come on here and get on you because you're going to win a couple. You're going to win some games down the stretch. Green Bay at the Chargers. I'm he, Green Bay is a four-point favorite. I'm going to take the points. Green, I'm going to swallow that and take the points. 
I'm hearing that it's going to be a lot of Green Bay Packer fans. I'm hearing 80-20 Packers in the stands. We all know the Chargers do not have a do not have a home field advantage when they play at home. Um, and usually when, when the game is this close, when the point spread is this close, you take Phillip Rivers. But Phillip Rivers is an older, aging quarterback that the Chargers do not want to talk about. But we're going to have to discuss it at some point in time, just like we did with Eli and the Giants. But I'm going to take Green Bay to win this game. Green Bay is clicking on all cylinders. I like their defense for the most part. Um, Aaron Rodgers playing at an MVP level. He's a bad man. And they get Devontae Adams back. I like what I'm seeing from Green Bay. Matt LaFleur need to be in the coach of the year conversation as well. I have Green Bay winning this game 33-27. No, 33-23. I'm sorry. Sunday night football. New England at Pitt, at Baltimore. Baltimore is a three-point underdog. I'm going to take the points. New England wins this game. New England is, they have won 21 straight games against a first-year or second-year quarterback. Lamar Jackson is in his second year. They're going to force him to use his arm. He's got to use his arm. New England defense is first in just about every statistical category. New England, I think this is going to be a close game. This is going to be a compelling game. But I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to take New England. New England wins a tough Sunday night game against Baltimore, 31-23. New England. Monday night football, I'm going to, it's the Dallas Cowboys against the Giants. The Giants are six and a half point, six and a half point underdogs. I'm going to take the points. No banderish for the Cowboys. Cowboys got a couple injuries, but they had, they made a couple acquisitions. They could have made the biggest splash in the trade, in the trade deadline last week, but Jerry Jones didn't. That's another story. But the Cowboys will win this game. Cowboys will win this game 28-20. I like where Dak is going. I like where the old line is heading. The Dallas Cowboys are healthy. When they're healthy, they're good. When they're not healthy, they're not good. So I like Dallas. I think they'll be able to force a couple turnovers because Dave Jones is very turnover prone. Um, I think they will I think the Giants offense will they will seek a little success, but I think the Cowboys will be too talented and too good. To resist, I have the Cowboys winning as I said 28 21 Cowboys. That will conclude the week nine picks. Okay, so I told you guys at the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to talk, I was going to talk about the Warriors. The Warriors are going through a tough stretch right now. They have gone, uh, now, don't get me wrong, all offseason, you know, after they lost the rant and we knew Clay was going to be out, I had predicted and I have, gone, I, you know, I was going on rants about how I thought the Warriors were still going to be good. I thought the Warriors were still going to be productive despite them losing. Durant and Clay and Iguodala and the, some of the bench. 
I, I, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, the, the guys that's coming off the bench, I don't know who, I don't know who they are. Uh, um, these are rookies and G League guys. I don't know who they are. And I don't even know if Steve Kerr know who know who they are. So I was completely wrong about how I thought the Warriors were going to be this and that, and how they will still be able to make the playoffs in the bottom tier of the Western Conference. But I thought they were still going to experience some struggles. I did. But the struggles that I have seen early in the season. It's not a good sign, and now you got the news about how a couple days ago where Steph Curry broke his hand, he'd be out for three, at least three months, so three-plus months. So that means the Warriors season is over. And now, let's just talk about it. Draymond, he he got rest, did, if, did, and the Warriors are smart. The Warriors are smart. These guys were tired, and these guys needed breaks. Steph needed a break. Clay needed a break. Hell, Draymond needed a break. Um, these guys needed breaks, and this just shows you. This is another testament how good LeBron James is. Eight straight finals, no injuries. These guys make it to five straight finals, and they they they're breaking down. They're breaking down. They are breaking down, um, and now and, and and I'm not I'm not gonna say it like this. I don't want to put it like this. I don't wish injury or injuries on nobody. But this Steph Curry broken hand thing could be for the bet could be the could be for the better of him because the way how he was gonna have to curry this Warriors team this year. Which is not it's not much talent not much talent on here. They don't have much size. This Warrior team is bad defensively. It's it's bad defensively. It's it's the worst Warriors defensive team in the Steve Kerr era. So it's bad defensively. Absolutely, it's atrocious. But the the workload that was going to be put on Steph Curry this year, that would have took a couple years off of them. Not to mention the five straight finals that he has played in the previous five seasons. That would have took a lot out of him. And especially with him being a miniature guy and not the most physically imposing guy to start out with. He's not that. So you take a, you take an addition that he's gonna have that he, he's gonna have a heavy workload this 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 season. Just to just to get this Warrior team to the playoffs and to win games here and there, he was gonna have to do tremendous. He got to be a he got to do a lot. A lot was gonna be put on Steph Curry's little shoulders, and yeah, and the fact that he's not LeBron or Durant, where he's six eight or six seven or six ten, and he he has the physical aspect and the and components about himself. Steph is not physically imposing. Um, and the five years. So this injury, don't want to wish injury on nobody, but this injury is probably the best for this is probably the better for Steph Curry. Draymond, you sit out, 
And what the Warriors front office need to do, and Steve Curry need to do, if I if I'm them, if I'm them, and I'm like, okay, we're not good this year. We're not gonna be good this year. But this is what they do. Now, D'Angelo Russell is the absolute number one option on offense. You know what that means? That means he's gonna show and show he's gonna showcase how how good he is. He's gonna put up some good numbers. He's going to showcase how good he is. And now, his stock is already high. It's just going to get higher. And GMs are going to bite. GMs that's looking for a floor general, floor general, GMs that's looking for a point guard, are going to bite. Because D'Angelo Russell's numbers are going to be good. He's going to be looking good. He's going to, put up, he's going to, he's going to have the ability to do so. Because now he's the number one option, and he's do or die for the Warriors now. He's do or die for the Warriors. He's do or die for the Warriors. And before I go any further, let me play this. This is Wiz Khalifa see you again. Let me play this. For the Warrior fans, for the, t- for the Warriors, it was a great run, a great five-year run. One of the best. But just listen to this. Let's start it over. Let's start it over. Let's start it over. Great run for the Warriors. Great run. You Warrior fans, great run. But it had to come to an end. And we'll see you again next year. Um, Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. I, and I like the Warriors. I like what they stand for. But Sorry. the bad for the Warriors. The Warrior fans. I'm sorry. It's been a long road. i tell you all about it when I see you again. See the Warriors. Bye-bye. But, like I said, I mentioned D'Angelo Russell's trades. You know, his stock. And how he... Excuse me. And how he's the number one option. And how he, his numbers are going to look astronomical. His, his, numbers, his numbers are, are going to be astronomical and they're gonna look and they're gonna go through the roof okay so opposing gms you know some of these gms in the league are not smart they're not smart at all they can see what i'm seeing they they probably know what the warriors are going to do with d'angelo russell and even though the warriors say hey d'angelo russell was here for the long run i just don't see him fitting he just don't fit with the team but and, and how they play but this is what i see Daniel Russell stock's gonna go up. Opposing GMs, they're gonna see it. G- Some of these GMs are gonna bite. Simple as that. Second, if I'm the Warriors, I'm looking at my roster. If I'm Steve Kerr, I'm looking at the roster. I'm looking at my bench. I'm looking at some of these young guys to see who 
which one of these, like, which two, three of these young guys can we actually keep and develop when we get Steph and Clay back? Like, how, like, can we, like, with some of these young guys, can we groom some of these young guys like we did Kavon Looney? Can we groom some of these guys to to come up in some big spots like Quinn Cook did, like Kavon Looney did, like Andre Godala did, like Sean Livingston did? Can we groom some of these young guys so we can get back on track when Steph and Clay gets back healthy? You trade D'Angelo Russell for a good bench player, if not a, a, a decent starter in the league. You trade him for a decent starter in the league because now you got to, you got to, because DeAndre Russell contracts, his contract takes up too much money and you got to flush some of that money out. Um, luckily, the, NF, the NBA's salary cap is a, is a lot more flexible than the NFL salary cap. So you flush D'Angelo Russell away. You put you 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 probably get a couple bench guys or one solid starter and a bench guy for D'Angelo Russell. You add that to the component with Steph and Clay and Draymond. You see you you see some of the young guys. You look at some of the young guys that you like and that you think you can groom and develop and you can polish some of their skills. Now, obviously, some of them, the Warriors, the Warriors are just not going to keep. But there may be two or three young guys that the Warriors might be interested in and actually take them, groom them, and develop them into guys that can, that can play in the rotation for a, for a, competitive, for a, you know, a competing Western Conference team in the, in the West. Can, can can they turn into rotational guys that uh, you know on a team that's competing for a championship? Can they can some of these some can two at least like two can two of these guys turn into that? That's what the Warriors I think that's what I think they're gonna be looking for. And if they're not looking at that or not going in that direction, I think they should because this season is a wrap. They're not good defensively. No Steph. The West is too is absolutely too deep. The other night they were getting blown out blown out by Phoenix by twenty nine in the first quarter. Some teams came and scored twenty nine points in the first in the first quarter. The Warriors were down twenty nine. So I think the Warriors need to you know count this as a lost year. I always say it. LeBron had a lost year. His lost year was last year. Michael Jordan had a lost year. Andrew Luck had a lost year. They all had lost years. Andrew Rogers had a I mean Andrew Rogers. Aaron Rodgers had a he had a lost year. A lost year. When I'm saying what I mean by lost year, a lost year is a year where it is a superstar type player and they have a lost year where a year they probably didn't have the they they didn't sustain the team's success as they usually do. Just like LeBron and Michael had lost years. Michael's lost year was the year he came out of retirement. He came against the Orlando Magic and Shaq and Penny and he lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. LeBron's lost year was last year. 
young LA Laker team, inexperienced, inexperienced coach, question mark in the front office. Lost year, didn't make the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers had a lost year last year. Played the played throughout the year. You know, unhealthy defense, uh, coaching, and uh, that Mike McCarthy thing. That was a lost year. Just about all the athletes have lost years. They have lost years. Just about every athlete, every superstar athlete that's in that type of caliber has one of those lost years. And the Warriors, this is just, they just got to count it as a lost year for them. Um, I, you know, they, cause they, they're not good at all. They're not good. They're not good. They're not good. And they suck defensively. So, the Warriors, Steps, let Steph, let Steph rest, let Clay rest, let Draymond, them three, let those three get healthy. They had a long run. Second, D'Angelo Russell, put him on, rise his stop. Numbers are going to be astronomical. Numbers are going to be out. They're going to be just crazy, and I think he'd be the he'd be he he will be the first option for the Warriors. And GMs will look at that. Some GMs will bite and trade. Hopefully, they can get a starter, um, and a couple bench guys or a starter and a and a good bench player, and then the Warriors front office and coaching staff have to evaluate. Young guys on that roster, at least two to three, that can possibly be in the rotation for next year when Steph and Clay and Draymond get back to pair up with that team. So, thank you guys for listening to, again to another episode of Isaiah Kid Podcast. I'm doing. I've been consistent for you guys. I've been very consistent for you guys, and I've been very hypocritical. Uh, one of my listeners saw me this week. I had a hoodie on. Uh, it, it was, not, I mean, I, I had a hoodie on, but it was, it wasn't cold, cold, but it was chilly. And it was like, Hey, how you going to talk about put your jackets on? You don't have a jacket on. I had a sweater on, but still, like I always tell you guys, it's getting really cold outside. It's November. Um, it's the season of giving, you know, the holidays are coming up. Make sure, make sure you guys wrap up really well. Wrap up really well. Get your flu shots. Get all that you need. Thanksgiving coming up. Um, get in touch with some family members that you haven't talked to in a minute. So, but once again, you guys, let's, thank you for listening to another podcast. You got another episode. You guys are doing a good job with clicking. And continue to keep watching. Oh, college football breakdown coming up for you guys in the next episode. I got that. And capiche. See you. Adios, amigos. Bye-bye.